This week's parasha is parasha Simshbatim. The first parasha in the parasha of Nishbatim is the parasha of Evadivri. I'd like to share a thought that I heard from Rabbi Mansur a number of years ago. What is this whole story of Evadivri? A person, a Jewish person, becomes an Evid, sells himself or Bezin sells him essentially, and then a number of years goes by, he finishes working, and then he says, I don't want to go back home, I want to stay. And so the master has to take him to the doorpost, and he doesn't take a little ear-piercing thing like you would do for your child, but he has to take a marzea, which is a little bit like a bigger type of thing, and he makes a hole in his ear, Let's examine what's happened here in order to understand why this happens. So we have a person who stole, and he needs to pay back, and he can't. So Bezdin sells him. That's a machur Bezdin. Or we have a person who can't make ends meet, and he needs money to support his family, and so he sells himself. That's a machur In both those scenarios, there's another part of the transaction. Whether he sells himself or it's Bezdin, there's a buyer. This buyer is a fellow Jew who recognizes the plight of his brother and says, you know what? This guy needs money. I'll tell you what, I'll buy you today. Now, what does buy mean? They're really going to come up with a price that's based upon the work he can do over the next number of years. And he's going to do, a, let's say, a net present value calculation, right, and pay it up front. Bezin will take that money and pay off the money he stole. Or if it's a meicher atzmai, he'll take that money and he'll use it for the chayvis, whatever he had that he had to do. And then he spends the next number of years working it off. Great, so now you bought a slave and you think you have your own private butler who's going to be making you cocktails and drinks and serving you. And the Torah tells us it doesn't work that way. You bought yourself a master. You didn't buy a slave. He takes his meals with you. He lives with you. Give him the credit card, so to speak. If you're eating filet mignon, he's eating filet mignon. You can't give him uh, you know, a piece of chicken. Not only that, if he has a wife and a family, you have to support them. So you didn't buy a slave here in the traditional sense. And now, years go by, and he's worked, and then the, time is, uh, the time of his work is coming to an end, and you're going to uh, set him free. But what happens? This guy says, uh, uh, you know what? He says, I like my master, I like my wife, in this case referring if the other gave him a shifcha kananis, and I don't want to go free. And yes, perhaps he has a family at home, whatever, but bottom line is he wants to stay. What's going on here? So we say... You got to take him to the doorpost, and you have to make a hole in his ear. The guy that bought the Evid is a good guy. He did a good thing, right? Let's think about it. He, he helped the brother out. You know, he took him in. He paid off his debts up front by essentially paying him five, six, seven years of wages in advance. Not only that, he lived in his house. He sat at his Shabbos table. He was part of the family. And now the guy wants to stay because he had such a great time. And as a reward for my doing such a great job as the master, you're going to make me do something and sort of mutilate his ear, make a hole in the cartilage of his ear. It's seemingly a gruesome type of thing. Is this the reward that I, the master, get for having done a good deed? And so the reality is yes. Why? Because who is this person, as we said? He's somebody who stole. Why do we pierce his ear in the case of someone who stole? Because Eisen Shashama Loisigna Ved Harsinai didn't listen. So we make the whole Nazir to point out them. You didn't hear, it says Loisignaiv. Or the Meicher Atzmai. The Torah says, Avodai Heim Velay Avodai Lavodim. Right? So you think you're going to sell yourself? No. Yes, a person fell on unfortunate times. Something happened. He strayed. He stole. Whatever it was. But when you buy him, your job was to take your fellow Jew and bring him back, rehabilitate him. 
and understand that for whatever reason HaKash Baruch Hu created this situation and you stepped up to do a chesed and you were given an opportunity. That opportunity was to put him back in the derech, that he shouldn't steal anymore, to put him on his feet, to make him realize that he's not an Eved to an Eved, but he's an Eved to HaKash Baruch Hu, to make him realize there's something called Lai Signa, if there were Aseros HaDibris. He forgot, but you're the rehabilitator. If at the end of his period of Avdus, he wants to stay, then what does that mean? That means you made it all about you. You didn't make it about HaKash Baruch Hu. You were not HaKash Baruch Hu's agent to rehabilitate a fellow Jew. You got so into what you were doing and you made it such a great place that he wanted to stay. If that's what happens at the end of his servitude, then you as the master have failed. Because you were not supposed to make him want to stay with you. You were supposed to rehabilitate him to realize if it's a Meicher Atzmai, no, you're not an Evet and Evet. I'm an Evet only to Hashem. And so I worked it off, I got the money, and now I'm going to go free, and I'm going to live as a good Jew. And if I stole, I did something wrong, I strayed for a moment, but you rehabilitate him, you bring him back, you show him there's an Ebeshter, and he should want to go free. But if he wants to stay, you failed in your job, even though he ate with you and you supported him and his family, at the end of the day, you failed. And so the punishment for the master, it's not just making the hole in the ear to teach a lesson to the Evid. It's also punishment for the other to tell him, you think you're doing something here good? You didn't. You didn't. You started out good, but you strayed from your mission. And so you have to do something which is a little bit gruesome. It's a little bit punishment for you as well. And that's really the lesson to take out of here, that sometimes we get involved in something good and we start on the right path, but you know what? We get into it, and we can lose our way. We can lose the focus to understand that we're doing the mission of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're agents of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. For whatever reason, Hashem put us in a situation to have the Yechoyles to do something good, to help another Jew out, to help an organization, to help whatever it is out. That's wonderful, but we have to keep our eye on the ball. We have to remember the mission is we're agents of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's not about us. We have to remember always it's not about us. It's about Akash Baruch Hu. We're here to bring Akash Baruch Hu's children back. That was the mission of the Adon. And so if you strayed from that mission, even though ultimately he paid the guy the money and he paid off his chayv and he paid off everything, but that's not what this is about. This is a person that needed some help and your job was to bring him back and you didn't bring him back in a way that he wanted to stand on his own two feet and be an Eved Hashem. He wanted to remain an Eved to a fellow Jew, which is not the way Akash Baruch Hu set up the world. Have a wonderful week.